It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the show. And be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. Today's episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. The Carolina Panthers 16, the Arizona Cardinals 26. The Panthers now fall to 1-3 and three in this 2022 season. We're not going to really talk about the game today. Like a couple weeks ago, we didn't spend much time talking about the Panthers-Giants game. We spent the majority of the time talking about Matt Rule and what he had done in Carolina and really what he had not done in Carolina, what he has not done here in Carolina through two seasons and four weeks as he's now 11 and 26. The Panthers have a quarterback problem yet again. I was someone who was on board with bringing Baker Mayfield here to Carolina. When they traded for Baker Mayfield, sending a compensatory fifth round pick in the 2024 draft, which could turn into a fourth round pick if Mayfield plays 70% of the snaps this year at quarterback, which now is in question following his performance in the Panthers' loss to the Cardinals today. I was totally okay with it, considering the fact that the Panthers' other option was Sam Darnold, who the Panthers traded a second, third, and sixth-round pick to a year ago to the New York Jets to bring him in to be the starter, and then gave him his fifth-year option, which is paying him nearly $19 million this season to be the backup quarterback. I didn't love Sam Darnold last season. I was never a fan of that move, and we saw how things ended up there. But at least when Darnold was here at this point last season, he looked like a capable starting quarterback. 
Through four weeks, Baker Mayfield has not looked like that at all. And there's the excuses. There's the reasons. We made excuses for Sam Darnold. The offensive line wasn't very good. We can bring up all the excuses in the world. And we can do the same thing with Baker Mayfield about how he wasn't here for mandatory minicamp and OTAs and that he didn't get a playbook until two weeks before training camp. Once he got down to training camp, that he had to go through the sham quarterback competition with Darnold when the team spent the entire of the offseason trying to trade Sam didn't merely, or get rid of Sam or replace Sam. Didn't make any sense why they would give reps to Sam and not give them all to Baker, considering that Baker was obviously going to be their starting quarterback. All those are reasons, absolutely. But we're four weeks in, man. And the Panthers have dug themselves in a one and three hole. Really, Baker Mayfield and this offense have dug them into a one and three hole. Like DJ Moore, it's not his fault. He's off to the worst start of his career. Is it because of him? Or is it because the quarterback can't get the ball to him accurately, like when we saw Baker throw the ball behind DJ and it get intercepted? It can't be on DJ. It can't be on Robbie. The offensive line is improved. Certainly, they've had, they've had issues, and some people, like Dan Orlovsky from ESPN, say a lot of the batted passes issues fall on the offensive line. Then there's Jay Feely, who's covered a Panthers game this season. Yeah, he was a kicker, but he says a lot of it is on Baker Mayfield. I don't know. The only thing I do know is that since Baker Mayfield entered the league back in 2018, he leads the league in batted passes at the line of scrimmage. It's his height. It might be the scheme. It's also defensive coordinators telling the defensive ends and their edge rushers to get their hands up and to knock the ball down like J.J. Watt and Zach Allen did throughout the day for Arizona. It's that. It's the turnovers. It's the lack of confidence. It looks like he's not grasping the offense, the inaccurate throws. It's all of it. Through four weeks, he's been arguably, maybe not even an argument at this point in time, the worst starting quarterback in the league. And the other one would be Justin Fields up in Chicago. But at least Fields has a built-in excuse that the weapons are terrible, the offensive line is terrible, and it's also his first full year as a starting quarterback in the league. This is Baker's fifth season, and he's never looked worse. Never. He never looked this bad in Cleveland. But he looks god-awful right now here in Carolina. And I, I want to be patient and not jump all over and be like, okay, Baker's not the guy. But we don't have time, like with Sam Darnold a year ago. Because we knew that Darnold would be on the roster, whether he was good or not, because he was not going to be a contract that the Panthers could trade at that value if he was terrible, which is why he's still on the roster. So there was a chance to have some sort of patience with Darnold. But with Baker, it's a one-year proposition. And through four weeks, it has gone terribly wrong. And plenty of you are off of the Baker train. So I will certainly apologize for saying that, Sam, that Baker was a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. He had been up until this point in time. But at this point, man, it's hard to really argue that, that he's been a better quarterback for the Panthers than Sam Darnold has been for the Carolina Panthers. It's clear. The Panthers are going to be searching for a new quarterback and a new head coach. Matt Rule had an opportunity to bring in someone else, and that quarterback has not panned out, and he's not going to save Matt Rule's job. The quarterback position is holding the Carolina Panthers back. That much, to me, is clear. Defensively, you get the pick six from Frankie Louvu. Second week in a row, the Panthers' defense has gone out there and scored a touchdown. The offense didn't even go to the red zone until the fourth quarter when the game was already over. They did nothing all day. The defense has held up their end of the bargain. Special teams has held up their end of the bargain. The Panthers had a kicker injury, and they were able to go get somebody off the street, and Eddie Pinheiro, and he's been perfect. The second year in a row, they've been able to find a kicker basically off the street or on a practice squad, and he's come in and been nails for them. 
Chris Tabor's unit's done a great job on special teams. The defense is one of the best in the league. We talked about going from good to great. They talked about doing – Matt Rule talked about takeaways in the red zone. They came into today as the third-best red zone defense in the league, and they were excellent once again in the red zone. They got takeaways again today. They did it last week. It's not the defense. The offensive line is improved. You have the weapons. McCaffrey still looks like the same guy he was when he's healthy. It's the quarterback. The quarterback is holding back this team. And the player at that position right now in Baker Mayfield is holding back the Carolina Panthers. My thought was the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield had the necessary necessary tools around him to have success and to be a playoff team. But I never could have imagined that he was going to play as poorly as he's played up to this point in the season. One in three, he has been awful. And the sad thing about all of this is, Teddy Bridgewater has been the best quarterback of the Matt Rule era. Really, think about it. Teddy Bridgewater has been the best quarterback that we've seen here in Carolina since they decided that Cam Newton was not fit to be here as a starting quarterback back in March of 2020. And Baker sitting there talking to the media after the game, clearly frustrated, showing the sort of attitude issues that have come into question over the years and I get it, man. He puts his heart in the line. He works hard at it. But it's not time now to act all crappy with the media because you can't get the job done. It's unfortunate to say, but clearly I got this one wrong on Baker. I felt like he would be an upgrade. I I never sat there and committed to him being the long-term option. I thought at the very least he'd be better than Sam Darnold. That hasn't happened. But it's very clear through four weeks. And we made it seven weeks last year with Sam Darnold, but it's clear through four weeks that Baker Mayfield – is not the answer here in Carolina, and that Matt Rule's not going to be here much longer. And, you know, Scott Fitter, probably the next man who's got to start answering questions there in Carolina because if he does not find a quarterback, his ass is going to be on the line too. So speaking of Rule, let's go over the numbers because it's not going to be much longer for him. Is it time to pull the plug? I don't really see how that fixes the quarterback issue, but we can get into it here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. Fantasy sports isn't just for Sundays in the NFL. You can play fantasy sports anytime at prizepicks.com. So how does prize picks work? You pick two to five players, and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. That includes the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, PGA Tour, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, NASCAR, tennis, all of those sports and much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PriceFix app or go to pricefix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. So this is how it works. If you deposit $100, Price Picks gives you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks gives you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. When you download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I feel like I spent all last week going over the uh, numbers with Baker Mayfield as far as how bad he had been through the first three weeks of the season. He was ranked 32nd in the league in total QBR at 19.5. He was 31st in completion percentage, only ahead of Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. He was 28th in passing yards, 25th in touchdown passes, and 25th in passer rating. The one thing that Baker Mayfield had done well, though, was take care of the football. The only time he had turned the ball over was week one when he overthrew Shai Smith. And that was the only time we had seen any sort of issues like that. Well, on Sunday... We saw a pick when he threw it behind DJ Moore. We saw another one when he had yet another pass batted down at the line of scrimmage and then led to an interception. It's something that he didn't want to answer a couple weeks ago, but certainly is something that cannot be ignored. And Matt Rule was asked about it by the media following the game about batted passes. How do you get it fixed? And he said, I don't know. That's something that obviously occurred once again today, and we got to fix it. Well, they haven't done it through the first four weeks, and it's hard to think it's going to get fixed considering this is an issue that has followed Baker Mayfield in his first four years in Cleveland and now through the first four weeks here in Carolina. So we sit here and we play the blame game after every single game. Obviously, the majority of the blame is going to go on Baker Mayfield. By the end of the day, it all falls back on the head coach, Matt Rule. I went over the numbers a couple weeks ago following the Giants game. Let's go ahead and update them as far as Matt Rule goes. He's now 11-26. and he is 1-26 in, in games where the Panthers give up 17-plus points per game in a, in a game. It is a ridiculously high bar the defense has to play at to even win under Matt Rule here in Carolina. The Panthers have led in 19 of their last 21 games, and they now are 6-13 and 13 in such occasions. Matt Rule's cooked. I'm not going to sit here and vouch for Matt Rule. I haven't even done that this season. I've laid out the numbers, and I told y'all that based off of the history of the league and guys up to the point in his career who have lost and have the record that he has, he ain't going to make it. David Tepper reportedly, according to Ian Rappaport, who I think got that straight from Tepper's camp, is saying that Tepper is going to remain patient. I don't know how much more patient Tepper can be when he's sitting up there in his box. The stadium, I saw a ton of Carolina blue seats that were open. On Sunday afternoon. That was the same case last week. And the good thing about it is you don't have a ton of Cardinals fans in there. You didn't have a ton of Saints fans in the building. But next week, when the faithful 
come here, the 49ers fans, it's going to be a ton of 49ers fans in that building. Same thing with Pittsburgh. As bad as they look, they got Kenny Pickett now starting with them. They're going to take over that stadium. That is just going to be the reality. But the other games where they don't have those fan bases out there, it's just going to be empty. I can't imagine David Tepper really wants to sit here and keep watching this. But firing Matt Rule is not going to solve the quarterback issue here in Carolina. It's going to happen. You're going to get your wish. He's not long for here in Carolina. I know that, and I'm not going to sit here and and want Matt Rule to stick around because, really, it's over for him. It is. And I had Dennis Cox, who is a producer, also does a Culture State podcast, with Chris Lee. Uh, W-R-A-L, he's out there, 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh, just great video content. He's the guy who was doing the whole breakdown of the film and is like kind of mocking Matt Rule, not kind of, but he was mocking Matt Rule. Smart guy, good dude. He had tweeted at me being like, the problem with Matt Rule is he's not established an identity. And we talked about this with Jonathan Stewart a couple, or last week, or a week ago, or whatever, and he said, what's the identity of this team? Like defensively, I think they have an identity. They're fast. They're physical. When they go up against a team that really wants to run the ball like Dallas or Cleveland, they're going to struggle because they just don't have those big bodies. But you know they're going to fly end to end. And Frankie Louvu has been amazing so far this season. It was unfortunate to have Jeremy Chin out there for the majority of the game when he went down with that hamstring issue. I think on the first drive of the game, offensively for Arizona and defensively for Carolina. But the defense... You know what you're going to get from them. Special teams now, you know what you're going to get special teams-wise. You have one of the best punters in the league, and Eddie Pinheiro has been awesome as a kicker. Offensively, I didn't know what to expect of this team going into the year. I figured they would struggle. I just didn't think it would be this bad. And last on Friday during the mailbag, a lot of y'all were asking me, is it Baker or is it Ben McAdoo? It's got to be the quarterback, right? And there's plenty of people out there who know it better than me that said that Baker didn't fit Ben McAdoo's system. It would be nice to have a tall quarterback, I guess like Sam Darnold, so you wouldn't have to worry about the constant batted down passes. But again, it all falls back on the Matt rule. And here's the thing about it. At the end of the day, it's not going to be whether he was able to establish the brand or a culture or an identity of this football team. Because really the identity is losing. It falls back on his inability to get a quarterback that can help them win football games. I didn't necessarily have an issue with the Panthers getting rid of Cam Newton. I had an issue with how they did it, saying that he could seek a trade after all the quarterback money had really run dry. And unfortunately for Cam, he got an opportunity in New England, and things didn't work out for him there. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater. He knew the offense that Joe Brady was bringing over here from his time at LSU, and of course, having worked under Sean Payton for two years in New Orleans with the Saints. So it made sense. And Teddy Bridgewater had shown the previous season that he was someone that could go out there and execute in an offense and win games. Now, it helps when you have a great offense around you like New Orleans had and an excellent defense. That's why he went 5-0. and It wasn't because Teddy Bridgewater looked great. Because that same time when Teddy Bridgewater was going 5-0, and Kyle Allen was going 4-0, and Panther fans were saying how Kyle Allen was the future, when really it was McCaffrey and the defense that were going out there in winning those games, especially in Houston when he was going out there and turning the ball over three times and miraculously was able to get that sack uh, against J.J. Watt late in that game to help secure the win. But they weren't saying that in New Orleans. It was just, okay, Teddy's doing his job, but the defense and the running game doing a really good job. So you'll have that around Teddy Bridgewater. You can have success. And the Panthers didn't have a great defense in 2020. Offensively, Curtis Samuel had the best year of his career. Christian McCaffrey was out, but Mike Davis came in and had 1,000 yards from scrimmage. Robbie Anderson had the best year of his career. DJ Moore did what DJ Moore did. That was the only time the offense has ever looked competent here in Carolina. 
And the owner, David Sepper, could not get Teddy Bridgewater out of town fast enough. He talked about when they mutually parted ways with Marty Herney, how you have to be in constant pursuit of that quarterback who can win you a Super Bowl. If you don't have him, you got to go get him. And we knew that Bridgewater was not that guy. We knew it. Even when he signed the three-year, $60 million deal, that was really a two-year deal that he was going to be here in Carolina and that day he would be the bridge quarterback, not to be a play on, on his name, but we knew that he was not going to be the long-term fit here in Carolina. But there's been no coherent plan since then other than let's just throw something at the wall and hope to God it sticks. I have railed about this multiple times on this show, the lack of a plan at quarterback, and it has bit the Carolina Panthers in the ass time and time again, and we're seeing it yet again right now. They tried to get Stafford. Stafford didn't want to come here. He had spent his first 11 years in Detroit not winning a thing. So, of course, he doesn't want to come now to Carolina and deal with this team. He made the right decision. He went to Sean McVay in L.A., and they won a Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson, despite all the things that he is alleged to have done, never was interested in Carolina. And when they could have had him, they let money get in the way. And certainly the uncertainty of, oh, when would he play again and all that, I understand that. And I wouldn't want to give him $230 million guaranteed like the Browns did. And I kind of applaud them not doing that. But also, it's kind of gross that they went through the process as is. Russell Wilson didn't want to come here. So last season, they end up with Sam Darnold. And they give up way too much compensation. And then to justify it, they pick up his fifth-year option. And they're like, okay, well, it's only $4 million this year. That's 18 point next the next season. So basically, it's like $22, $23 million. You split that up in two, it's only like $11.5 million. It's not that big of a deal. And economically, sure. But we saw this offseason, it was a big deal. When you have to restructure deals. And when it makes it difficult to try and bring in another quarterback. And they kicked the tires on Watson. He said no. They kicked the tires on Russell Wilson. He said no. They decided that they weren't going to draft a quarterback at six. Kenny Pickett wasn't their guy. Malik Willis wasn't their guy. They trade up to get Matt Corral in a panic move when they could not come to terms with Cleveland. Eventually, they bring in Baker. He wins the job, and here we are having a conversation of how Rule's not going to be here, and now they got to find another head coach and another quarterback. When I've talked to someone close to the team and asked them, okay, what's the plan? Like, you know this team. You're in there. What's the plan? And they told me their plan is they're just going to keep trying to find one. They're going to keep making trades. They're going to keep doing whatever it is to try and find a quarterback. The conventional route would be to just draft someone, particularly in the first round. That's when you go out there and find quarterbacks. And it sucks that here, four weeks into the season, I already got people asking me, all right, who's the college quarterback you like? You like Stroud up there at Ohio State? He looks pretty damn good. Bryce Young, I know he got injured yesterday, but you like Bryce Young at Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winner of last season. Will Levis had two critical turnovers at Ole Miss yesterday when Kentucky lost that game, but he knows how to run a lot of these popular NFL offenses, and you could bring him in year one, and it would work out. But scouts are saying he's going to be the number one pick. Can the Panthers be that bad? Well, if the offense is going to be this bad, I think they're going to have a good chance to get there. I don't think they're going to be number one pick bad, but they might find an opportunity and a chance to do that. It's just it's, – it's, it's so frustrating. That's the downfall of Matt Rule. He couldn't find a quarterback. He had final say the 53-man roster. How much say did he have in Baker? How much say did he have in Sam? I don't know. I really don't know. But he's not going to be here much longer. So then that attention shifts to Scott Fitterer, who's made trades that haven't really worked. C.J. Henderson had yet another pass interference that led to a touchdown today. They didn't get anything out of Sam Darnold. Baker hasn't worked out, and it was a move that they had to make. I understand it. 
I know there was at a point in time where I was just so t- tired of waiting. I was saying, screw it. Just let's see what we have in Sam Darnold. Y'all believed in him. You said all these great things about him the year before, and then you, you gave up after a season. And if you even go back and we want and we want to do the revisionist history kind of deal, and not really revisionist history, I guess, but you look at the quarterbacks that were available there at eight when they took J.C. Horn, who's been a good player for the Panthers when healthy. Um, Fields has been the worst quarterback in the league other than Baker. Maybe he's been a little bit better than Baker, but at least he would have provided hope. And that's one of the things I brought up that once they got rid of Cam, they didn't give anyone for this fan base to wrap their arms around. They get so desperate now that they're wrapping their arms around Matt Corral, who also is short and might have the same issues that Baker's having as far as batted down passes. I don't know. We won't get an opportunity to see that because Matt Corral's out for the season with a foot injury. So it's just, it's so frustrating. It is. And I, and I hate that to sit here and keep doing this and keep talking about how bad this team is. Because really to me, the only thing holding them back is the quarterback position. Certainly coaching as well. <laughs> I mean, Chuba Hubbard's still back there returning kickoffs, and he dropped two of them again. Like, what? And I get it, LaVisca Chenault went out with an injury, but you got Blackshear. Why is he not out there? Because I think he was, um, let's see, pull up my notes. He was inactive. Why is he inactive? Why is he inactive? Just at least for that special teams thing. Because if, if Chuba can't catch the ball, why is he out there? I don't understand. And you get to situations like an opening drive where – the old line, I mean, embarrassing performance for the interior of the offensive line, really for the majority of the game. But you get the third and one, and you're not handing it off to Deontay Foreman. It's not why he's here for those short yardage situations, and I don't think there was even a running back out there on fourth down. There's plenty of, co- of coaching issues. There's plenty of players not executing. But really, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot in hell. And Matt Rule hasn't had a shot in hell because he's done poor quarterback evaluations and he hasn't done a good enough job in other areas so that this team can win on Sundays and, of course, on occasional Thursday and even, I think, on a Saturday one time in Green Bay. It's, it sucks. It, it does. And we're sitting here having the same conversations week in and week out. He, he, the guillotine's going to fall on the man's head, y'all. Keep screaming. It's going to happen. Be mad. It's going to happen. You're going to get your wish. I promise you. You're going to get your wish. When's it going to happen? I don't know. But if it happens today or tomorrow – it's not going to change the fact that Baker Mayfield is not good enough for the Panthers to win. It's not going to change that at all. So, yeah, fire the coach, but the quarterback, he's not going to get it done either. Maybe he will, but so far there's little reason to believe he's going to. So what now? What now? We'll try to figure it out here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is a brand new flavor. You ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it yet again. Let me introduce you to my new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com. Do not walk and go snag yourself a box for you and a family. It will be the perfect treat. Or you can be selfish and find a really good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourself like I do. You're really going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Go to Built.com right now and use Lock15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 at Built.com for 15% off your first order. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure 
that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So what now? <laughs> That's what we're all asking ourselves. What now? Uh, if y'all been following me on Twitter for a while, you know that I get to a point in the season with the Carolina Panthers and start saying, go hit up the farmer's market. It's a farmer's market game. We have such lovely weather here in, in North Carolina, and we had the hurricane this week. Hopefully everyone is oh, fine with Hurricane Ian, and even if our listeners are in, in Florida, wherever you are, hopefully you're, you're okay with that. Um, thoughts are with you. But we have such lovely weather here in North Carolina, and there's so many great ways to spend a Sunday other than parked on a couch or at Bank of America Stadium or wherever at some bar locally in Charlotte watching the Panthers play at points in time, especially the last four seasons and now this year. So there comes a point in time where I tell people it's a farmer's market game. We might be there already. We might already be at the point in time where it's like, you know what? It's fall. It's spooky season, as people say. Go to a pumpkin patch if you're into that. I don't know why anyone's into that, but go do that. Go pick strawberries. Go get drunk and not watch the team. Go on a vacation. Go see the leaves change. Go do something else. That's where we're almost at with this Carolina Panthers team. But, of course, Keep listening to Locked On Panthers. You don't have to watch the team. I'll watch it for you. I get paid to do it. But keep watching the show. Keep listening to the show. Just remember to do that. I'm not quite there yet. I'm going to hold out hope. I'm going to be a sucker and pray to my God, who is an awesome God, and hope that he answers my prayers and the Carolina Panthers can salvage this season. We've gone over it before, though. The Carolina Panthers, only one time in their history, have they started off 0-2 and come back and gone to the playoffs. That was 2013, where it's very similar with Ron Rivera to how it is with Matt Rule. People wanted Ron Rivera fired after Buffalo. He wasn't fired. They wanted him fired after they went 1-3. He was not fired. And they reeled off, what, eight straight games, and ended up being 12-4, being the number two seed, and unfortunately lost to the 49ers and Colin Kaepernick in the divisional round. And then the next year, 7-8-1 won the division. The next year, they went 15-1 went to the Super Bowl. The difference is you had a quarterback that you could believe in, and that's why people were really frustrated because you had a quarterback. You had Luke Keekley. Why are you so bad? And I look at this team, it's just, I think people are mainly frustrated because they've just been bad. And they have a coach that they don't believe in. At all. And a coach that tells them things and they're just confused. But like, what are you saying? Like, I don't understand what that means. But really, you don't have a quarterback at all. At least we had Cam back then. We don't even have that. We have Baker Mayfield at this point in time. And it's gotten so bad where people are legitimately asking Hey, when does Sam Darnold get off IR? When can we get Sam Darnold back in here? If you really think about it, though, it would be an awesome redemption story for Sam Darnold to lose this job, to come off injury, and to turn his season around and get the Panthers to the playoffs and then present himself as the answer long-term. He has all the tools. Great arm, good guy. I mean, he's got the height, the physical tool, everything you'd want. 
he just between the years, it it just has not materialized into a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL, and it sucks. But maybe this is his chance. And Matt Rule's asked about it. He didn't really have an answer. Hasn't really talked to the doctors. Sam Darnold's been out there on the sideline coaching up Baker and trying to support this team as best he can. Um, like he's eligible to come off IR this week. So there is a chance, I guess, if he is healthy, that he could be the starter um, on Sunday against the 49ers. I don't necessarily know or think it's going to happen just because I don't really know where he's at health-wise. Uh, also, like, think about it. Matt Rule talked about, hey, we want to take our time with the quarterback competition because we don't want to turn around after a couple weeks and then change a the quarterback. But, dude, it's desperate times for you, Matt. Like, you're not going to make it either way. Like, if he has to change over and get Sam Darnold, you still got to get rid of him because, I mean, <laughs> come on. How many, how many chances are you going to give this guy to find a quarterback? It's just – it's over for Matt Rule. It is. Unless just something miraculous happens. I've said it last week. We kind of talked about it. I mean, Sam Darnold, we know what we get out of him. He, he turns the ball over, but we don't have to really worry about batted passes, and those are going to become even more frustrating than they already am, are. I mean, I, I'm just sitting here laughing, honestly, when I see it. It's just like, it's like what are you going to do? Just try and laugh off the pain. It stinks that Matt Corral is unhealthy. Like, God, if Matt Corral was healthy, you know, not only would it be the, year, the um, yelling about fire rule, it would just be, please play Matt Corral, whether he was ready or not. People would be begging for Matt Corral to come out here and to uh, be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Especially at 1-3 and three when you think the season's lost or there might be the hope, like, hey, you traded up, got this guy, he's a young player, he's going to be here next year, Matt's not going to be here next year. Why not see what he has? Matt, as in Matt Rule. Well, we don't get that opportunity because he played behind a terrible offensive line and, of course, it's, you know, bad luck happens and we're not going to see him. And he may never got, get an opportunity to play a meaningful snap here in Carolina because I know, like I told you earlier this week, if I'm the new head coach, I'll be damned if you're going to pawn off a third-round pick and tell him that's going to be my quarterback. I'm good. I'm going to get my own guy. I'm going to hitch my wagon to someone who I scout and evaluate and get in the first round. That's what I would do if I'm going to be the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So it stinks that he's not available. I, I don't even know. I, I don't know if you, if you go to Darnold when he's healthy. I, if it looks like this again, I mean, whenever Donald's healthy, like, do you go to P.J. Walker? P.J. Walker's done something that these other quarterbacks have not been able to do. He's won games. He's 2-0 as a starter. The defense has been tremendous when he's played. He's thrown three interceptions in those two starts, but they've won. So there's that. I don't know. I don't. I. It didn't seem like Matt Rule wanted to make a change at all. He was asked about that. He didn't make a change. I mean, at some point in time, they got to do something different. They say all these things about Sam. How much they respect Sam. They tr they like Sam. Okay. Well, if Baker is going to do this and Sam's healthy, then you're going to have to do something else because at least Sam was here longer in the system. I mean, you have more continuity with him. He's been with these guys longer. And you don't I don't think have to worry about the batted balls. You might as, and you're paying him eighteen point nine million dollars. So yeah. Economically, you might as well go out there and do it. It's just uh, the defense, like time of possession wise, I was looking at it. They're thirty first in the league, Carolina is. And those guys are out there again all day long. Let me find what, what it was, because it was just it was just atrocious. It's just it's so bad. I mean, my God, guys. I, I just at a point in time, I feel like I'm at a loss for words because I just don't really know what more I'm supposed to tell y'all. Like, I, I want to – not like I tell you, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you how I feel about things. And honestly, I just don't know how getting rid of rule fixes things, but he's going to get fired. And, like, I don't disagree with that at all. Don't get me wrong. Like I, but, like, third down, two for ten. 
just a, a, an embarrassment at 40 rushing yards. Like that's, if we're talking about defensive identity, like or offensive identity, running the ball with McCaffrey is what you want to do. They couldn't do that. Time of possession, Arizona, 38 minutes and 35 seconds. Carolina, 21 minutes and 25 seconds. I think they were they came into today averaging 25 minutes and 15 seconds of time of possession, and they run the, some of the fewest plays in the league. They ran 51 today, which is still not hitting the mark that they want to hit. It's it's just not it's not good in. You wonder if it's going to sow division in the locker room. We haven't seen that. These guys have been behind Matt. I'm sure they're still behind Matt, which is good. It doesn't matter, though, because it's not – I mean, defensively, you're getting results. Everyone else, though, offensively, you're not getting the results. So, I don't know where they go from here. It's just hoping that things can get turned around here. I don't know. But it looks like my connection is getting cut out, so let me get out of here. Um, yeah, so that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Panthers 20 or 16, Cardinals 26. Guys, again, make sure to uh, watch our show and subscribe to the show over on the Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You know where to find me. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council for whatever thoughts I have out there in the world about this team, every other team in Charlotte, and whatever else might be going through my head at the time. Um, at me. Or DM me so you can participate in this Friday's Weekly Friday Mailbag. As always, stay safe, be happy, be whole. Keep pounding, and I will talk to you on Tuesday as we hear from Matt Rule and try to dissect more of how the Panthers can turn around what is turning to a season that's already seems to be doomed. And this sucks. Goodbye. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.